0: Hi. Good morning. Welcome to The Weekend Sober on this lovely spring morning. We're happy you're with us. Yeah, we have a a special guest today, um, somebody I I have known for a long time but have not seen in a long time, um, my friend Jeremy Harder, who I went to college with that Kim and I will be talking to um, briefly regarding his uh, journey with sobriety. Yeah. We, we excited you're here. Yeah, we're excited um, to welcome you. So, let's let's do in. this. So, hey, Jar. Hi. <laughs> it's been a long time (laughs) um we only knew ourselves in drunken days yeah which is crazy years and years ago and um i think that uh, why don't you start by just telling everybody about yourself
1: okay
2: yeah where you where you come from and and yeah yeah Um, just a little little mini intro
1: yeah all right mini intro um let's see i'm from new jersey um Grew up on the East Coast. Um, I went to um, <clears throat> college with Catherine in um, Ohio. And uh, shortly thereafter, me and two of my buddies got in the car and kind of did the old, let's go West. We had not much of a plan. Um, we left Connecticut and uh, Reading, I guess it was. Yeah. yeah. And um, we went west and we camped and we hiked and we explored and we argued and we mm-hmm. uh, had fun. And we got to. You,
0: Pat, and Pete?
1: Uh, Dan Check. Oh,
0: okay.
1: Me, Dan, and Pat, we got. We arrived in Seattle and we ran out of highway. So we were like, okay, what do we do now? So. I think some one of us at the time there wasn't cell phones, so we must have called on a regular phone. This is 1995. Yeah. But a little perspective to it. And uh, we found out some friends, uh, other friends from from college were living in Ketchum, Idaho, also called Sun Valley. So we thought, oh, well, let's go try that. And that sort of began like my exploration of ski town living. Mm-hmm. And um, I ended up sp- spending some time there, three years, um, great place to party and have fun and not really think about what's next in life and like l- learn to snowboard, um, kind of woke up after being awake for a couple days and that was a pattern and I was like, all right, I got to get out of here. Yeah. Um so I, I picked everything up, loaded up by the 1967 Mercury Caliente. Was like <laughs> I, I don't know if did you ride in that car? Is it it was like it was like 30 feet long, maybe 60 feet long, a four-door sedan. Um
0: I probably did. That, out, like, that out. Out,
1: like Stinson Beach, like literally, you could fit eight of us: four in the front bucket seat and four in the back, and with a bar we had set up. I think Pete Vulcan said. Oh
0: yeah!
1: Oh my god! Um, as we were driving out, so then, uh, so I, 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 left Sun Valley and I went to San Francisco, which was cool because Catherine was living there too, and I got to reconnect and run around a big city, which I've never really lived in. Um. Grew up in mostly like farmlands in New Jersey, and
0: I remember you being like, This is not for me, like, yeah, I, yeah, so a city person,
1: you know, I was like, I'm gonna try to run, and I hate running, but I was like, <laughs> I <can't." laughs> um, you know, we had the Walkman still, uh, <laughs> I yeah, so that was 98 to 2000, and then, um. And we go on the weekends. (laughs) (laughs) She was in middle school. (laughs)
0: Okay. Uh, No, no, no. I was in high school.
1: Yeah. So I, I, but what I did accomplish there, um, besides work for uh, this crazy dude doing like construction, was I got my teaching credential. And I literally, um, (laughs) well, the day I graduated from getting that, I went to jail that night for uh, drunken disorderly. Um, I remember that. And I woke up at four thirty in downtown San Francisco in a puddle of urine and who knows what else. Uh, a really
0: cell,
1: in a big cell with a bunch of dudes. Um, after the paddy wagon ride, I kind of remember that part of it. Anyway, I woke up and I was like. Blaming everybody else. "Ah, I'm a school teacher. I wasn't yet. I just went through school teacher school. (laughs) And uh, I had thought I had some right to be able to do what I did the night before and not be where I was. Yelling at the police officers, they ignored me. Finally, about five, they said, all right, time for you to go. I walked out. We did I, maybe cell phones are just something then? I don't know.
0: It I kind of were because I yeah. remember, yeah, yeah, somebody with the cell phone and thought it was so cool.
1: I don't even know if I had one. What I do remember is that I drove, I walked from downtown San Francisco probably 40 60 blocks to where I was living. On the vis, not that that time it was like upper heights, something uh, with Vulcans, I was crashing on the couch. Cause I knew I was done with school and I was going to.
0: Right. Right. You
1: know what I was going to do? So I was like, all right. At that time I'd sold the car for rent um, a year before, a couple months before I, I, I rented a U-Haul. I called my parents and I think they bailed me out once again, like in, in some sort of trouble. Like I, I got to get out of here, got a U-Haul, packed it up that day. And I drove to uh, across the, the Western desert um of Nevada and into Utah so I I moved into Park City where I I ended up living with some friends who lived in San Fran and so now I'm in another ski town I'm working in a restaurant and I'm looking for a teaching career job somewhere
0: so were you there for a while before you got to that
1: was like January that was January of 2000 and I ended up being there till August 15th and I moved to Big Sky, Montana. How
0: how old were you then?
1: Well, let's see. 27? I was born in 1972, so you do the math. Um, I don't teach math anymore, so I'm like (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
0: you were under 30. It was still, because you were.
1: Yeah, 28 maybe?
0: Yeah. Okay. So then you find your way out to Montana, where you still live, and you're teaching there. And so I've been here
1: 22 years. I taught fourth grade for 18 of those, and the last four years I've been teaching middle school, high school, what we call design technology. It's it's like makerspace, um, a little bit of tech thrown. It's I, I like to call it like first century Jesus skills thrown in with like 21st century tech skills. Type of
0: that. that is cool. So, um, and you're happy doing that.
1: I was for a long time. I loved it. Fourth uh, grade. Yeah, fourth grade is like great. It's like the best place to be in the world. Um, the kids get there and they like love school. They walk in and they're like super happy every day. And they get right down to work and they just start working on the projects or doing whatever. And they're like super excited. And
0: so, Jerry, you're teaching all these little, little people and it's bringing you so much happiness, but you're still oh yeah.
1: well. I'm, On the outside, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, Um,
0: how did you handle that? Like, were you just going uh, through the motions, or was it?
1: I was like, truly in the beginning, I was like, "This is cool." I had no idea what I was doing. Um, I lived in this little town that it's kind of hard to get in. Like, uh, if you're a newcomer here, it's like, especially back then, it was. They
0: think you're not going to (laughs) stay.
1: Yeah, because this is pretty transient town. Only like back then, there was probably like fifteen hundred people here. Um, like you're the new guy, and it, it takes a little bit to get in. Plus, I was not in this-
0: probably helped that,
1: oh, yeah, totally. Oh man, right as soon as I got here,
0: yeah,
1: I found out what the local watering hole was, and yeah. there I was, and I became a you know, a fixture of that place pretty much up until about I don't know, three months ago. So, um, but that was a great place, you know, every Thursday night it was like blackout get ready to go for the weekend, uh, Fridays, you know, like in the beginning, I would shut the blinds and lay on the couch and it'd be movie Friday, you know, like some sort of whatever. Then I changed it into like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Then I changed it into like go hike Friday, which was way better for everybody. It also allowed me to like feel better at being outside and walking around. And then, um, ironically that like kind of helped my name, and my my legacy here because then i became like the guy who was the outdoor teacher and we did all these expeditions and then the yep. spring of every year we'd um culminate the fourth grade year and spend five days in yellowstone that's awesome. uh, wow
2: yeah. that's really cool
1: but it was what i did it i was great for me because then i didn't have to be hung over every friday and then soon as school was out at 2 30 we got out early friday gave me an extra hour to get after it. Then the weekends were just like, yee-haw. And um, I'd wake up Monday morning. Most people could go back to work Monday morning and be like, turn it off. Boom, done. Got this. But not in this town. This town was like, so like most of the people were ski bums, working lifts, working restaurants, working late. Um, I was like an anomaly. I was like school teacher who hung out with all the ski bums and partied just as hard as them except Monday through Thursday I had to like try to turn it off and go go be a teacher and be a human and be a caring loving person
0: yeah and I
1: couldn't turn it off too great like I could during the day I, I must say that I've never ever have had a drink at school um,
0: yeah I believe that and
1: I and, and you know I think a lot of that was, me using like, Hey, I'm a, I'm a school teacher. Look at me on the outside. I like do all the stuff for the community. I got my life together. It's look, you know, like. Well, no like one ever, it's like, really, like
0: accepted that, that hard party, hard lifestyle is accepted in the ski town because. Of, oh yeah. You know? Man. So how is that? Let's fast forward to yeah, yeah. the change. Like what had, had you ever tried to stop before?
1: Um,
0: or mm, slow, you slow down or, you know, yeah, moderate mm, or whatever.
1: It was like this weird progressive thing over 20 years. Um, For a time I went through the like, wake up and go, oh man, I'm not doing that again. I hate being, the worst thing is hung over a a bunch of 10 year olds. And then I like, you know, magically feel better at 3.30. You need to do it all over again. And then like go in and I am not doing this again. I go through that for a while.
2: So were you drinking every day?
1: I'd say definitely in the beginning. Yes, to try to find people to be friends with Um, the first like 10 years. Yeah. And then the next five. No, I I met my wife and she kind of kept me like, what? It's Tuesday. (laughs) Oh, let's have a bottle of wine then. Um, and then it was like a weekend thing, and then you know, we had a kid, and that kind of changed things for a little bit. Um, and then it became if I was stressed at school, that's why I did it. If we everybody yeah. did well on a test, then I'd celebrate,
0: right? Right, right you now, like right. You know, right. The, the vicious always cycle always finding like,
1: you know, always a reason for something,
0: right?
1: Um, and then the last. Then yeah. COVID came, then I don't know, we can fast forward to that. And, and we,
0: so now uh, like three months ago, what was it for you? How did you stop?
1: Three months ago. Yeah. Three months ago was, um, it was the culmination of like, oof, it was the culmination of, of a couple of things, waking up with lots of anxiety mm-hmm. And that anxiety came from, I don't remember what I did last night. don't know what I said. don't know where I passed out, whether it was on the dinner table, no, uh, in the TV room. I don't know what I, if I said anything harmful or, or whatever. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So the anxiety of that, coupled with the anxiety of, I'm going to get through the day quick as I can so I can... Get back on the train at 3 30. And what excuse, what what plan? What, what am I gonna tell the family that I got it? What what meeting do I have today? What um
0: well, what can you what, connive to try and like oh
1: yeah. I mean, it was to the point where I had meetings every day. <laughs> um, so
2: you could, what, go to the bar or yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: There's a whole little string that like down from our school that like, goes all the way up the mountain and back. And um in between there, I'd have to take my son to soccer or ski practice, ski training, or whatever sport he was playing. So that anxiety coupled with, I don't know what I did, and then I got to get through the day to get back to where I want to be, was getting to be really bad in the last year or two. Um, and then there was a point where I used to do like sober September, blah, yay. Right. And I was like, oh, I'm going to start the school year off all fresh and clean and whatever. Um, and I didn't do that this year. And um, I didn't care. I was like, fuck, that's stupid. I'm just going to you know, do what I always do, which is October 1st. Um, I got my birthday coming up. And it's Halloween, my favorite holiday, blah, 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 blah. And yeah. uh, all these excuses. And so I just skipped it this year. I was like, fuck it. Um, and. Then this uh, just it, it it was like, I, I hate to use the word avalanche because I've lost some friends over the years in avalanches. I, I, I guess it's like a snowball maybe.
0: But it also might be the right word because okay. it felt like you were coming to a place where you might. Yeah, like
1: it's crossing.
0: Road, you know? If
1: you're in the backcountry skiing and you're skinning across, skinning is like Uh, walking on skis with these things on the bottom that uh, hydrophobic they help you walk on the snow Mm -hmm. it'd be like looking at this really sweet um couloir or valley or whatever the to ski and you got to go across it though but you kind of hear some unsettling you know it's probably could be dangerous um you should dig a pit to check the levels uh Mm -hmm. snow safety the levels of different levels of snow stability but you're like nah. And you might see some elk tracks that go across. You're like, "Wow, well, that dude made it." Um, the, on you know, the animal that weighs 800 pounds, uh, we're, we're fine. And then you get halfway out there, and you realize oh, I didn't do the right thing to prepare for this. And then you look up, and there's a slab breaks, and so I think you start that's you know, anxiousness, right? And that anxiousness is coupled with a bunch of different stuff, but it's it's basically. Um, gets worse so without thinking logically you um you continue to um make up lies you make up stories you, you 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 say to yourself i'm not doing this anymore seriously this is the last time and then for eight hours later you're, you're back on it again and then you start doing other things and you blame that well if i wasn't drinking then i wouldn't have done that and then you just don't really and then anything, everything just doesn't matter. And it's just about.
0: Were You, I, you were pretty depressed.
1: Yeah, I was so moody. I don't even know how my family lived with me. So which came to the, so I came home on um, January 1st and I had a buddy out here with his family and we were living with him. And uh, I hadn't skied with it. They came out, they come out to ski every year for a week and I didn't ski all week because I had a back issue going on too. And I, I was self-medicating and doing whatever I could just to get through the back pain. Didn't even care that Tom and his family were here at the, at the point But I had the whole day to myself though, because everybody went skiing and that was great. That was like freedom for me because mm-hmm. I could just go do whatever I wanted, which was, you know, I had my little circuit set up.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I know that opens then that opens then that opens then bam. Um, and I came home that night, January 1st, and was all, it was like four and already blacked out. And I don't even know. Um, did some really weird stuff. Um, went to some really dark places and then um, more or less, like really dark places up until that point. Um, places I don't ever want to go back again uh, emotionally. Um, like I couldn't even believe I went there. And it happened like twice in the last six months. And I was like scared to death, but at the same time, I didn't want to face like, why would I think that I wanted to go to that place? So anyway, luckily my, my family bailed me out and I didn't have to blame myself or I didn't have to like go reconsider that place. And uh, my wife basically said us are booze. And your son is scared of you, and that's all it took. Like that sentence right there was like, "Okay, there's not, there's no drink, there's no plan, there's no nothing."
0: Um, and that it's like fascinating that of course you would never want your son to be afraid of you, but you were just in this total spiral of cyclical yeah, destruction. I, I, you couldn't even see the forest through. Okay.
1: Was- no, nothing was nothing was logical clear all i want to do is get fucked up every day
0: yeah, yeah it was
1: um, but broad- on the outside there was a moment for most of my life on the outside i looked like i had my, my my life together and i was school teacher and i was community member of the year teacher of the year i did all these things i ran a summer camp i did so many things yeah for the community like but that even i think started i think people have told me like dude the last year you, you like everybody here since who who's i'm very open with it. i don't care because I, I i know there's a lot of people still out in this town that that are where i was or um and and I'm i want people to know that it's you can be here and not have to use or drink right and um even all that facade I had on the outside of being this amazing person who had it together, like it was crumbling because people were like, "Dude, you've been like not you. have been not you yeah. for long for for the last year or two, you know, coming out of COVID." And um, so my little tr- my little facade and my little stuff of being who I thought I was w- wasn't there anymore. Um,
0: Thank God, though, Jer. Yeah. A- you, yeah, you you broke it. You broke your cycle.
1: Yeah, I think I did. Sharing um, it. People me. are like, oh dude, thank God. Now yeah. you're you, you're like you're so better. <laughs> you're like a real person now. And I think everyone was just scared to like do anything. Like no one really wanted to say anything. Um, yeah,
0: that's I think a common mm-hmm. and I think
1: in this town, like people come here to do that all week, and then they leave people come to this town you know a ski town is like it's what it's 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 like going you know people are here on vacation they don't give a crap because they don't know anyone they go out the restaurants they order whatever they act like ding-dongs because in three or four days five days they'll leave and no one will remember them you know um and you've got yes the recreation part of it and 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 you've got all that but the people who live here, we still do that like t- 365 days a year. So learning to be sober in a ski town is interesting.
0: Yeah. What would you say the, um, have you lost friends? Like, what would you say? Like your,
1: no, yeah, that's, that's, that's a great question.
0: I'm... I say that cause like we've, we've experienced pullaways and stuff because we realize realized like it's other people's stuff that they're dealing with that, maybe this sits too close to home, and they just they liked us as you know playing a party
2: role yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. and it's hard to when we're not drinking around them yeah
1: so i don't know the complete answer yet because we're still in winter Uh, we haven't done any river trips yet those are big days to party um i haven't had my whole day Free for three months. Yeah. Um, that's going to be interesting.
0: Like when it's um, out, you mean?
1: Yeah. yeah. So I haven't had a summer yet where, you know, you I've had a summer. That? The greatest thing for an alcoholic is summer vacation.
0: I remember um, when I was first teaching in Boston and and, and I never told Teddy this, but um, I, I don't know why. We, I think we were waiting for Matt. I don't know why we had the air mattress out in the living room but I kept it there. And then I'd lay in it in the daytime, watch like morning TV and have cocktails. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. But that totally reminds me about that. And I was like, "Whoa, well, I can't do this, I can't do this. But it was, I was depressed in the summer. Yeah. I'm like, I, I realized like this on all the time and then off time was really screwing with my head and I couldn't handle it. But oh. um, are you anxious about the summer? Are you taking it in stride? No.
1: I was a little bit ago. Um, but now I've, 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 I've taken a lot of that energy and I've made some, some trips. I've been, you know, invested in a really nice bike and um, bags for the bike. And I want to do some bike packing and nice. I'm still going to run, I, I was running a summer camp for the last eight years and I, I needed to get away from that. So I've retired but I'm still going to be like um, take kids into the back country as a guide. I just won't be the director of the camp.
0: That's good. Jim. Um,
1: You're redefining
0: so, re- things like. To yeah, I'm
1: patterns. redefining and yeah. making sure that I'm keeping myself and my family safe, you know, and as far as the friend things go right now, I think some people are scared or worried to say, Hey, let's go hang out because they want me to be sober and they see that I'm happy and I look different and I feel better. And I'm like, a whole different person. And they see that and they hear that from others, but they're afraid to go, Hey, come over. Or, or let's go out to dinner because they don't want to be the person right. who flips me back in. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like you could be flipped back in
1: now? Right now? No, I have, I, I go to meeting, I go to three meetings a week. Uh, we okay. such a small town. We have a lot of meetings here. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I I do that to keep keep me honest. I don't have a sponsor yet. I don't. I'm not working the steps officially. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, You're making it your
1: own. There's a little bit of um God stuff that makes me a little uncomfortable sometimes. Although I'm accepting the higher power stuff. Um, I'm doing a lot of readings, but um there's, there's things I'm keeping, helping keep myself honest. I, I've never had, I've had one day in three months. I think it's what's today? 72 days, 74 days.
0: Congrats. It's Awesome.
1: Um, one or two days at school I left and I could take a right to the bar and, or I could have left home and my truck used to naturally just go right. Um, and now my truck goes left when I leave the parking lot of the school, which is good. Really good. Um, Two times in 70-some days that I'm like, oh, and...
0: That's not bad, you know. It's really (laughs) good.
1: I'm going, it can't be this easy. Because when I go to these meetings, I, I hear these stories, and a lot of the stories, we all are... In the sitting in that room, we all have the same basic foundation story. All have different bottoms um, and came out of it differently. But I keep hearing struggles and I, and I haven't felt that yet. So I got this side of me that's like ready to go. Okay. Building up like this big biking shield. And I'm like, ready to go. If you start coming after me, <laughs> the first couple of weeks, there was this little voice who's like, dude, you just did two weeks. You're fine. Look at these people you sit with and talk to. Just, you're fine. It was four. like, I had to literally tell the voice to, shh, to stop talking to me.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. And I would like, be like, out loud I go, mm-hmm. stop. Go talk to somebody else. I'm not listening.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it was like, dude, you're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's been a month. Come on now, bro. So that happens once in a while, but not, not for a length of time. So I've been lucky and fortunate that I haven't struggled much yet, but I'm ready for, I guess I'm like building up some tools and, and ready with some weapons or whatever you want to say.
0: So you're in, are you in therapy? What else are you doing for yourself? You mentioned. Yeah.
1: So I, guess, I was I like going to, to this about. kind of woman therapy, chiropractor, white witch woman. She's awesome. Um, but she's also expensive. And yeah, <laughs> I haven't gone in a month. I'll probably go next month and um, check in with her. Mm -hmm. What I'm doing is I'm reading a lot. Um, Any um,
0: books you can share?
2: What are you reading?
1: I'm reading too many. Mm -hmm. Uh, Well, I read like, you know, a couple of the AA books. So I read like the 12 steps, not, you know, um, and some daily reflections of AA members. Um, But I'm also have four books going now that i you know man's higher purpose um second mountain
0: okay some other
1: ones okay some are work related yeah Special. so the second mountain is david brooks i think is is the author i don't have him in front of me there in my classroom um because these are
0: these are um focused on like a male perspective which
1: can yeah you- i get. yeah i guess so and i started ironically i started one of them before i got sober and and um i was like ah this is right uh, i did that i did um,
0: that i did that with glennon doyle's book yeah i'm like nah that's yeah. cool.
1: nah. i did that yeah i'm <laughs> like you know and all these the four the stack of four i'm like picking up and a little bit here and there so um i'm also like um Come home and like just try to be present with 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 Elijah and Kristen. And I'm like, okay. And I like taking the dog out now. I used to dread taking the dog out because it's just be wasting time to go, I wasn't even able to drink. So I do that.
0: What are some things that you notice that have completely changed? Like I'm thinking, like you oh, just saying like that the dog. From, yeah, yeah, the the prompting that anxiety piece has probably shifted all.
1: Okay. So the anxiety pretty much is gone. Which then makes the depression um, nearly gone. Right. Uh, I'd say 99%. That's awesome. Um, I I found out that there's all these hours in the day where I used to plan from 3 30 to 7, 7 30. If I was having a good one, I'd get stuck in the parking lot or help someone out until right, right. Um so many hours so much time to be present and clear that um, I'll actually stay after school and do some work for class and be like, okay, now I'm not overloaded on the weekend, which is what I used to do. Save it all till I eventually sort of sobered up by Sunday night ish. Um, And I guess I also, like can sit in thought, like I can hang out um, where I never used to be able to be by myself because I, for some reason or another, I just didn't get along with myself. Um, and it made me, you know, I was afraid to think the things that I was going through in my head and I didn't want to, I didn't want to deal with like actual being a grown up and dealing with life's things that it throws you. Now I'm like, bring it, you know, like, I'm like, okay, um, house projects. Um, I'm really, you know, I'm I'm still out, uh, you know, I still go skiing. Um, Although I have a back injury this, this winter, I'm I'm still finding myself up on the mountain. I'm riding my bike a lot. I got this new bike, like I said. And so I'm I'm finding out that all these hours I used to spend planning and drinking are like, really cool and available now that like, think about cool stuff, do different stuff. And be a better person, and like just that whole. I feel like I have a second chance. Like someone tapped me on the shoulder and was like, "All right, if you want to do this, and you're going to do this, you've got the second half of your life to kind of do what you want and to be the best person you can be." And so that's kind of my focus. Like at our meetings, right before we start our meetings, it's like you know. Before the God's prayer, or serenity prayer, or something, we, you know, you recognize why you're sitting there. And my thing I always say is, I want to become my better self, not my best self, just a better self.
0: That's um, awesome for me. I'm so proud of you.
1: It's so I, it's so weird. I feel like sometimes I'm in a drunken daze, but I'm not, I'm, I'm sober. And I just feel like, how did I get here? Like that whole thing. Like, yeah. And I, and there's some places I just can't piece together. Um and and a woman at our meeting said something to me the other day. It keeps sticking in my head, but there's there's like three of us. There's the, and I wrote it down. So there's the what you think of me, the what I think of me, and then me. And so I've been grappling with this this week because forever I was always like, I felt like even before I, you know, even, I don't know, as far as I can remember, I was always trying to be what I thought people wanted me to be, right? Like, funny, life of the party, whatever guy, Um, and then and now I'm just trying to see for clearly once that there's like this me and it's not, I'm not even, I'm trying not to look at what I want me to, or what I think I am right. or what others think I am. I just want to see who, the, who that is for a little bit. And so that's really helping me kind of conceptualize who I am and, and whatever I fit. Um, at the same time, I've had the opportunity to do a couple of little events in the community sober for the first time, like auctioneer, uh, MC ski races. And I was a little bit terrified. Yeah. Right before that first auction last weekend or two weekends ago for the ski team, I was like, I'm not gonna be able to do this. I'm not funny without booze. There, I'm going to, this is going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to blow up. It's going to suck. People are gonna be like, what happened? To you go back to drinking, you know? And that was that little voice. Oh, yeah. Right? Say, that's that's that voice. Talking to
0: you.
1: The voice of doubt. And then I had a great time. I had a little athletic brewing company. I'm not sponsored by them, but.
0: <laughs> a lot of people love it. So. Yep.
1: Take beer, you know, I, half a one. I'm like, okay, once a, once a week or twice because a week. You just
2: need something, something in, in your, your hand. hand.
1: Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's something in your hand. That's the whole other episode. Right. Um, but I did it. And then people laughed. And we raised a lot of money and it, and it worked. And I was like, oh, I can actually do this when I'm sober. And then I uh, emceed a ski race the other day. And I was like, normally I'm like half buzz and got loose lips. And I was like, and I was like, Oh my God, the kids are all like, parents are going to think I'm terrible. Like, and that was a little bit shorter voice than the last time, you know, a week ago. And then I had a great time. And, um, the guy I was doing it with didn't even know I was, you know, been sober for a while. I hadn't seen him in a while. And, um, we had a fun time together without, I, I realized that I didn't need to be, have alcohol to be fun and funny and make jokes.
0: That's a huge wow. understanding for yourself. And, and that, is, yeah. Cause huge. that will mean you don't, you don't ever need to go back to it. You don't, there's no reason, you know. Just,
1: just walk through. Um. Yeah. It's really great though. I mean, it's like, it's that breath you take yeah. that I used to take and not let all the way out. Yeah. Like, <sighs> Yeah. And now like completely exhale. Yeah. Now I should be doing yoga. I should meditate more, I think. But I'm just really, you know, I hate the, the should. That little, that little quote one day at a time. Yeah. But I really am trying to just. It's more one
0: moment at a time.
1: Yeah, it really is deeper than that. You're right. It's not the day because a day can be very long. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some days where I'm like, people are like, oh, how long have you been? And I'm like, 63 days. And then I'm like, well, today's not over.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. It's the moments. It it's is
1: moments that turn into days and days. Hopefully, it'll turn into decades. And yeah. I'd like to be someone who eventually passes away and I'm sober. Yeah. I, oh, I don't want to die drunk. And um,
0: Jeremy, I don't think you have to go back to it at all. There's yeah. no reason for you to do that.
1: Yeah. I'm like, why do I? People are like, you're going to just, are you just doing like dry January? And I'm like, no. Nah, <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah, no, that's just, that's just silly. Um,
0: I know.
2: Jeremy, what? your your story and just you sharing this is so moving. And I am so happy that you told um, that you, that you were able to come on here and, and speak with us. I, I think it's incredible and um and so helpful for so many. So thank you so much. I feel
1: like you guys didn't, I talked so much that you didn't even have time to ask me. A
2: question. We didn't need you. You we are were, amazing. Yeah. You You're set it off. You said, you it. It I mean, so I didn't, helpful. I, I was like, you took all the questions. So just, entertained. I just like, I, I could say, I could listen to you all day.
1: Oh God. Um,
2: Storyteller. He's a, a good teacher. T- he is.
1: <laughs> so you guys are doing a great thing. And, and um, I've listened to, I, bur- I binged on your, sh- of your show for uh, the other weekend, like all day.
0: I know you can't. part of the day. I
1: was in my driveway listening because I couldn't get out of the car because I had to hear what was next. I think it's really important for people like us who are, you know, have somehow by some way seen the other side or the light or whatever you want to call it um, to share stories and to make do what you guys are doing. so people know that it's like, uh, we, it's become alcohol has become such a regular part of daily life. And it's, it's so like, health wise, emotionally wise, physical, and it's, it's, it's terrible. And I never realized that. And, and I don't want to preach because there are people who can manage it. You know, we, we know all those people who can have a glass of wine and that's it.
2: We're not hiding
1: bottles in the garage and drinking other people's drinks at the end of the night to just make sure there's none one to waste and, (laughs) um, and planning their whole day around it, you know, so there are people who can do that, but there are many people out there who can't. And what you guys are doing are allowing people to see that that's possible to go through the weekend sober, that there are people all over the place that we touch, whether we know it or not, that can have a positive or negative effect on that. So I, I love that you guys are doing this and like, I'm kind of like the new biggest fan of your show. And
2: oh my God.
0: I, I might be your biggest fan. So. I
1: haven't listened all week, but
0: um, uh... yeah. Thanks, Jeremy. That means a lot. Yeah. Thank you for sure. It's good to see you. Yeah. Good to see you. Great to see you. (laughs) I'm so proud of you. It's a lot and, uh, and you're doing it.